Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Hot Takes and Cold Beers. It is me, Joe, and what's with always is Chris. And we also have a special guest today, Danny. What's going on today, boys? What's going on, brother? How you doing? Hey. <laughs> I'm doing all right. I finally got my first beer of the week in me, so I'm pretty excited about that. Danny, what you drinking tonight? Uh, I'm drinking the Truly Lemonades, man. They're fire. Oh, man. I'm not above it, man. I got some of those in the cooler. I might move to them later after I run through the beer I'm drinking right now. They are delicious, although I am surprised you're not drinking the Oscar Blues ones, bro. Because those ones are fuego. These are better, man. I'm not even going to lie. Yeah? You think so? I mean, they are good. I can't. They. I love them. I love them. They're delicious. I can't knock on them. Because they are delicious, much better. I mean, than I drink Os- I drink the Oscar Blues Blues ones out of like guilt, out of like, oh, well, I'm supporting the craft market now, so <laughs> good. That's cool, man. Today I'm drinking a creation of my own. I call it the Apocalypse IPA out of my Browns Fireball cup. So, oh man, I'm super jealous Daddy. of he that got, cup that and that beer. Yeah, my dad got me this for Christmas. Great Christmas present because. I love this glass. It's fantastic. I don't know where he got it. I'll ask him. I'll let you know. Uh, it says your I name on it. Says, wow. I just want one that says Fireball on it, to be honest. I mean, shit, I'll get you one, too. <laughs> I have a birthday coming up next month, and I would really like one of those. Oh, yeah? I mean, my birthday is before yours, I'm pretty sure, so uh, yeah. back off. We both have birthdays next month, and we would both like one of those. Fireball, Browns, Cups <laughs> all around. <laughs> I'm super jealous of the beer, too. Or I'm not moving in. Yeah, man. Uh, I, uh, I spent the last month cousin, brewing that up, so it's been pretty good. My co- I know my cousin who texted me earlier to tell us that we were better than Goldhammer. He makes his own beers all the time, too. And um, so maybe one time we have him on, I guess, and you guys can go get into your craft brewing ideas and stuff like that. Well, that sounds pretty good. This one didn't it, – it turned out okay. It's good. It's not great. I could make a few tweaks. It's your first time, too, It was man. my first time brewing. It was, it was just something to do during the during the COVID outbreak, during the quarantine time, and and I had fun doing it, so I'll probably end up doing it again, make a few tweaks to it, and, you know, see if it comes out better. I don't know, man. It's pretty good, though. I, I enjoy it. What are you drinking, Joey? So, I know that I have a couple of listeners who are big... Uh, very into their own types of beer and everything like that. So I'm not going to disclose what type of beer I'm listening to, so we don't, so I don't disappoint any listeners. This is we and you call it. Why are you drinking champion. Miller Lite? Me and Chris call it the beer yeah. champion. So <laughs> yeah, you drinking Miller Lite. <laughs> That's the beer champions, brother. It's easy, man. I'm not going to hold it against you. <laughs> we all know it. It's fine. You know it. I know it. It's the beer champions. Now, have we it's told, my go-to shittiest beer. <laughs> have we told our listeners why it is the beer of champions, though? I don't think they've heard that story. Well, basically, Chris and I just kept getting shit-faced on it during the Cavs 2016 <laughs> finals run, and they ended up winning, so he called it the beer of champions. <laughs> it's more that than that, though, bro. Life, it's more than that, brother. It's more than that. Okay, so let me paint this it's picture like that for and you. Jack Daniels for you. Let me, t- let me paint this picture for you. Game seven, going into halftime, the Cavs were losing in 2016. Joe refused to drink my Miller Lights that I had handed him because he was above them at the time. And he was drinking, I don't know, what were you drinking at that time? Probably like Big Waves. Probably Big Waves. Yeah, exactly. And, And so he was probably drinking Big Waves. And I'm like, dude, 
Miller Lite is the beer of champions. I've been drinking this the entire time, and they will win if you start drinking this. He's like, all right, fine. I need to mix it up. It's halftime. We need to win this game. So I hand him a Miller Lite. He cracks that shit open, and he starts drinking the Miller Lite the rest of the game. And guess who wins the 2016 NBA Finals? Oh, wait, it's the Cavs. And then ever since then, the Miller Lite is beer of champions. <laughs> I thought you were going to say ever since then, it's been downhill. <laughs> okay okay mr bulls fan hasn't been good since the fucking 90s <laughs> that's fine that's fine that's hey, while we're true, on that topic while we're on the 90s bulls topic the last dance is a huge huge deal in the sports world right now how have you been enjoying the last dance dude i haven't watched the last two not yet anyways but okay, it's been but awesome I- I, I, I watched the last two yesterday, and I'll tell you what, they're my favorite episodes so far. Because for one, we found out that Terry Francona, the current manager of the Cleveland Indians, was indeed Michael Jordan's manager when he played baseball for the Birmingham Barons. Which I did not and know. Then, that was a good fact. I like I would, that. I did not know that either. And then my second favorite, well, my more favorite part was from episode eight, and that's when Michael Jordan, like, you know, just punched Steve Kerr right in the face. And I was all about hearing that story. <laughs> Who, who was I texting when this all first started? And I was like, I hope they talk about Michael Jordan punching Steve Kerr because that's kind of an awesome story. I think it was you, Joe. Yeah, I think so too. But yeah, that, so that was in episode eight last night. And I was, you know, I was pretty happy to hear about that. Yeah, but then. And, uh, it, and they talked about how when Michael Jordan was like filming Space Jam, he was also like working out. And then like half of the NBA would go out to Warner Bros. Studios and like pick up basketball games with them and stuff like that and seeing all that kind of stuff is nuts he basically he basically came out and said you ain't shit if you aren't coming out and playing me at the warner brothers studio Uh, if i didn't invite you (laughs) yeah no exactly you're not on my radar if i didn't invite you he was basically gathering scouting reports while he was filming space jam this man invited sean bradley that says a lot (laughs) sheesh he was constantly And they talked working. about uh, they, so they talked in the the first championship they won after he came back in 1996, I think. Was that 96? Yeah, yeah. 96, 96. Yeah. Uh, and he was back this. in the 95 playoffs, right? He was back in the yeah, 95 playoffs. They lost they to the Magic, the, and then they came back and they won the, the Magic, championship right? in 96. And then the Magic yeah. went and got swept by the Rockets. Yeah. Yeah. And then, but so you, when they played the SuperSonics in the uh, finals in the first year he came back, I was watching that. And I was like, man, they were talking about Sean Kemp a lot. And I was like, Sean Kemp was an awesome player. And I was like, man, he Sean has Kemp the played. best posterized dunk of all time, of all time. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, for sure. But then I was remembering that Sean Kemp played for the Cavs after he played for the Supersonics. And I was like, that's when the Cavs had really dope uniforms too, like the the jersey that you got of uh, Z. Oh like yeah, the, like those kind of jerseys. So I looked up to see if I could find some like. Sean Kemp Cavs jersey or something like that. Yeah, like, they're going for like four hundred and fifty bucks. I'm like, what? like just a normal jersey. Apparently, it's like a super rare jersey. And Dude, like, you could like, when we were back when we were back home at that uh, Chapel Hill autograph place uh, in Belden Village. They had the Mark Price jersey autographed, the same the same style for like four hundred fifty five hundred bucks. Dude, there's no way in hell. Yeah, you but could Mark Mark Price isn't as cool as Sean Kemp, dude. Are you kidding me? What? 
I mean, Sean Kemp's great. I, I agree with Joe. I agree with yeah, Joe. Yeah, no, you're Sean right. Sean Kemp's a fucking legend, man. He, he is. He is a legend. I agree. But Mark Price in Cleveland <laughs> in Cleveland sports history. You're speaking. You're speaking like specifically Cleveland now. But yeah, Sean no, Kemp's I am. A I am legend. speaking speaking specifically Cleveland. You're right. But okay, you're right. Hey, you know something else I wanted to talk about. I don't know if you guys saw it or not today, but did you see? That the NCAA came out and said for the college football season, they're not going to announce any uniform start date, and they're basically going to leave it up to like state officials and university officials, which means basically it's going to be set by the conference. And I just saw today that California canceled all of their fall semester classes, which means that like California schools will not be playing college football this fall. Well, yeah, the last I saw was the NCAA, like, director or whatever the fuck. He uh, he said that he wasn't going to start it until, like, all the states opened up and they, like, they all agreed to it. Did yeah, well, see? the most recent thing I said is that the NCAA is basically leaving it up to state by state. And, but this, like, so California said today that no students will return to campus in the fall, which basically means that no California school is going to be playing college football. I feel like that's a change, though. It might be subject to change, and it, um, but like as our buddy Brandon Fizel, who was on a few episodes ago, I was like he was talking about today how TCU was supposed to play Cal opening weekend, and Alabama was supposed to play USC, and now they're they're basically planning on Alabama playing TCU because both of those California teams probably won't have a game. That's a bummer, mm-hmm. dude. I think it's to be determined. I mean, that's still what four months, five months out. Uh, hopefully. Hopefully this takes a better turn, but man, I really I think it's going to change, man. Especially like after the UFC event this past weekend and them having the UFC event this weekend actually went really, really well. I think Uh, minus the German soccer league starting up this weekend, so we'll see how it goes. Arizona just opened up; they okayed professional sports in Arizona now. So, I mean, that's professional sports, of course, not college. College is probably going to be more. What do I want to say? Conservative in their decision, I guess. I feel like you got to well, take college, it out, like having having students on campus too, because it's like not all about the sports. It's you know, right? I mean, you the have students to have, there. You have to have all the students come back to play college sports, not just the football players. I don't think that's necessarily right. true. They they've been taking exceptions to. I mean, everybody knows the college football program is the biggest program on campus. Everybody knows that. So like they'll probably make exceptions. No, they'll probably make I don't think exceptions. they can. I don't think they can do that because like the whole argument against paying college football players is that they're getting paid in education. So if they're just coming to campus to play football and not actually get an education, they have the to get paid. Yeah, like they, <laughs> the whole argument goes out the window. That's interesting. I think even so, I think even if you have the students back on campus, like you should be paying those fucking. St- the college students to play the game because well, I think I they're mean, at yeah. higher risk. I agree with you, now. but that's like a whole different conversation, right? Yeah. Hmm. The conversation. The point is, is that like they, the their justification for not paying them is like, oh, they're getting an education. What if they're doing online courses, but they're actually on the campus? Like, then why do why can't all the students? How can you justify not all the students coming back? You know, I don't Wait, know. Man. The football team comes back, but the girls' soccer team can't. You know what I'm saying? Like it just doesn't work. That's that getting into a whole fucking argument. I don't even want to get into. Well, that, but. well, 
but I mean, that just goes back to what the NCAA like director said is that like all the fucking states have to agree with it. And I think that goes with like all sports is like all the states have to agree to doing something like that. I mean, I would be devastated if we didn't have college football, but as long as we have either one of one or the other college football or the NFL, I'd be okay. And the only reason that I kind of would prefer it to be the NFL is only because I think this upcoming season is way more important for the Browns than it is for Ohio State. It is huge in Browns year. How do you feel about the Browns opening weekend against the Ravens? Uh, if you listened to our last episode, you would know how he felt on that, Danny. <laughs> well, I didn't. <laughs> or I guess that was irrelevant. <laughs> well, I didn't, so fuck you guys. <laughs> I didn't, and I'm pretty sure anything that you guys said, I probably disagree with. So <laughs> well, we, kinda, we, we definitely counted that. We counted that as a loss. We definitely counted that first game as a okay, loss. Okay, that's fair. But, but then, then if you went, go on uh, if you go on to listen to the rest of it, we counted the Browns uh, eleven and five team. Yeah. I think so. I think that's a stretch, but uh you know what? It's a hot I ta- applaud you guys hot, for being fans of your team, man. Hot takes and cold beers, bro. Uh cheers to that. Hot takes, cold beers. Speaking cheers. of Chris got t- Chris and I got tickets to that game and I got tickets to the Bills and Chiefs game up in Buffalo for a Thursday night game. That's awesome. I got I got tickets to the Browns home opener, which is on a Thursday night against the Bengals, like the week after they play the Ravens. And I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to get home for it. But I spent a whole bunch of money on tickets. Get so, Miles Garrett punching Joe Burrow in the face. Hell yeah, that's what I, I want to see. <laughs> well, I was at I was at the game when he punched Mason Rudolph, so that'd be yeah. You were. That's me. awesome. <laughs> Man, don't if make he does him... it this time. Don't make him fucking oh, punch <laughs> Joe Burrow in the face, dude. We need Miles Garrett. All right, Maybe you guys not, ready to bring Ryder, Ryder, Little Ryder Rose on? Our guest today is one of our buddies. His uh, name is Ryder Rose. He's really cute. He <laughs> lives out in Hawaii. Yeah. He's uh, he's like a huge Houston Asterisks fan. Ugh, but Houston he's, Asterisks. He's definitely a uh, bandwagon Houston fan. Like He'll talk a whole bunch of shit to you about the Rockets or the Texans or the Astros. When they're doing good, but like as soon as they're not relevant anymore, like you never hear from them again. But to be fair, they've been good as long as that we've known him. To be uh, fair, to all be day. fair, okay. Danny's got a the point Texans, there. The Texans have been subject to change, but yeah. Mm. I don't know. I think like when like the Rockets would lose and the Cavs were, like still in the playoffs, and then like he would just stop talking about basketball. That's fair. That's fair. All right, let's let uh, Ryder Rose in. We're gonna we're gonna talk about a little bit. Oh. He disappeared. I'm I'm working on getting him in. <laughs> I was literally about to click it on, and then like he disappeared out of the waiting room. So we're not going to get him on yet. That's cool. Hey, speaking of baseball, did you see that they're gonna make a uh, DH for the National League now too? Yeah, they're doing an all-time. Really? They're doing a for the American League. You mean National League? National League. Sorry. National League? Oh, there's Ryder Rose. What's going on, Ryder? Ryder Rose. What's up, buddy? Hey guys, hey. welcome to Hot Takes and Cold Beers. <laughs> I've been waiting my whole life for this. What the fuck are you wearing on your head, dude? <laughs> Is that a man bun I see? Oh, it's a hat. Oh, okay. Oh, man, you could make a hand. Could, your hair is outrageous, Jesus man. Jesus Christ, dude. What is up <laughs> with your hair? It's crazy. <laughs> it's, it comes 
down past my lips. Oh my god. I've been watching uh, a lot of that uh, anime, and I'm feeling real moody. And um, dude, stop! Oh, You're what being is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, we Rose, were just talking you... about the uh, Houston Asterix, uh while you were, you know, while you were waiting to get on. You know, how do you feel about what's going on in there? Um. Well, you know me. Uh, not an avid baseball fan, but except for when your team wins the World Series, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely fair weather. Absolute fair weather fan. They know about it. Hey, people, also, at least he's willing to admit this, right? So, <laughs> Houston Asterix fan, he doesn't even deserve this this title because of the Asterix. But it's cool. It's but wait right. a second. Wait a second. They're not going to take our trophy anyways. So, I don't, I don't even see what the... It's not a fucking tragedy, man. Why there's a discussion <laughs> here. <laughs> it's ours. That's why there's an Asterix next to it. More specifically, mine. Because I'm from Houston. And uh, from the well, I saw a tweet. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I just saw a tweet. You're, you're as from hey. Houston as Joe and Chris are from Cleveland, dude. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, 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 whoa. Oh, oh, whoa. 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 <laughs> Danny, goddamn. I, I would like you. to point out that uh, Ryder is closer to Houston, and me and Chris are closer to Cleveland than you're anywhere near close to Chicago. So that's fine. There we yeah, go. That's fine. We'll throw that out there. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> hey, Ryder, what Fort you drinking on tonight? I am drinking on a wonderful Kona Brewing Company, Gold Cliff IPA. Ooh. Ooh that's a pineapple oh, one, Chris. Oh, man. Yeah, we were talking about that the other night. Man, I'm jealous of that. I haven't seen one of those in forever. They don't have, those, they don't have those in Maryland. Calm. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> the Truly Lemonades, because I'm a basic bitch. Yeah, you can't hate on Trulies, and if you hate on Trulies, it's because you're insecure. I never have a day in my life. Good. Ever. Nice glasses, by the way. Thanks, hey, dude. You look cute. <laughs> hey, so what did you guys think about UFC 249? Let's get into that. Ferguson's a madman. Anyways, go ahead. That, dude, did you even that watch card, that fight? went above and beyond any expectations I could have had for it. And, like, I, I think the fans not even being there didn't even play a factor. It almost made it more interesting. Ooh, but yeah, there, was some disappoint, there was some disappointing shit that happened on it. The Greg Hardy was impressive as far as, he like... Said that he, could hear, uh, he said that he could hear DC's commentary. And yeah. And he was, like, making adjustments the by one, hearing it. The one kick that he checked broke the other dude's foot, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Which is what like, DC was calling for. Yeah, no, that 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 card was awesome, man. Uh, and then I, there was I some heard disappointing Jorge, shit that happened. Yeah, for sure. I heard Jorge, Jorge Mesvidal talk in an interview, and he was saying how like I don't like he doesn't think that most fighters would be able to hear like commentary because it's like they, they drown it out and they don't really hear like even their corner that much. But he thinks that Greg Hardy was able to hear that and listen to make adjustments because of his like football background. And that's why he was able to, like, kind of hear in real time and make adjustments. Well, I mean, like, Greg Hardy's a fucking athlete, dude. Like, he played in the fucking NFL and went to the Pro Bowl, what, twice? Three times, Yeah, so, like, that guy's that guy has, like, an IQ for sport, for sports. So Absolutely. That does something. To be able to listen to your coaches like you do on, like, on a football field and to do that, like, he has that. So it's not surprising, but it's impressive that he did it. 
I just like hearing that he did do it because he was in the interview with Joe Rogan. He's like, shout out to my man, DC. I made that adjustment. Thanks, man. (laughs) What do you think of uh, Cejudo retiring? I think it's an act, dude. I think he'll be back to defend the belt. I don't give a shit, man. I wanted wanted to drop the belt. I thought the stoppage was bullshit, man. Yeah, there was like two seconds left in the round when they stopped it, right? So, and, and he would... He would have been fine with that last two seconds. There's no way he had to stop it. But I think it's all an act on that. After going back and seeing the uh, the announcement, I really think it was an act, man. I think, I mean, you can't reclaim the belt like that or defend your belt like that and then be like, okay, I'm out. Like, well, I I'm, think it's for more money, man. Because exactly, because he's been calling out. He's been calling out the fighters that he wants to fight, which is everyone's forgiven him shit for. He called out Dominic Cruz, who had been out for yep. three years yep. up until Saturday. Called out Uriah Faber, who had just come out of retirement. He called out Jose Aldo, who lost his last fight in that division. So it's hard to say, but I mean, like honestly, you can't blame him because there's no one to fight in either of the divisions that he fights in. Did you guys see Connor calling out Gaethje and to calling one in a match in uh, June against Gaethje? I, I hope did he see that. It, and I love Connor, but I hope he doesn't get it. Yeah, I love Connor as well, and I think that's complete bullshit. I think if Gaethje lost, that would be the fight to go to. But Gaethje just looks so strong against Ferguson. Now, that gets into a whole nother discussion now. Did Ferguson, Ferguson cut weight twice for this UFC 249? Well, he said, because he said he was, himself. He said himself in the interview that the weight cut didn't have anything to do with it. He just lost a fight. Well, I don't know if that's a thing or not, though. I mean, you cut weight twice in one month because he did it for the April 18th fight, and then he also did it for the May 9th fight. Uh, yeah, but Gaethje took, that, Gaethje took that fight, too, and I'm pretty sure he made weight for the fight that they were supposed to have before all this before all this no, happened. No, Gaethje, I'm pretty sure, took the fight after... I could be wrong. I could be after wrong. Khabib, after Khabib backed out, but I'm pretty sure he made weight for it for the backup Gaethje. card. I'm pretty sure Gaethje is the uh, – this is his normal weight class, is it not? Yeah. It is. Yeah. I don't know. I, I really hated seeing Ferguson go down like that. He was a warrior in that in that cage, though, man. I tell you what, he, he got in there. He had um, a broken orbital – bone or something like that afterwards he got taken to the hospital for but like he always gets banged up in his fights and he just keeps asking for more man and i just i just watched it today and i texted chris earlier when i watched it and i was like dude as much as i love gaethje i almost felt sad watching ferguson get fucked up like that yeah it was brutal ferguson's one of uh, he's up there on my fighters list man like he just the amount of class the man has, and and he shows respect for the game. He, yeah, he's a mad shit talker, but he can also back it up, you know. And he's just a warrior, man, in the cage. He'll go in there. He'll get battered. He was on a twelve fight win streak before twelve fight win streak. He'll fight. go in there. He'll go in there. He'll get battered and beaten down, and then out of nowhere, he'll just knock somebody out. It's just impressive. But and and I hated see him go down to Gaethje, but. In that fight, dude, he just looked very, very slow to me for some, for whatever reason. I don't know if it was the weight cut. I don't know if it was too long of a training camp because at this point he's been training for you know I didn't for the April 18th slow, fight. Honestly. So you so, got to give a month and a half before that. So that's two and a half months. I 
I watched the fight after seeing everything happen and after like, you know, after it happened and Dana White said what he said, he was like, Oh, well, I think the weight cut had something to do with it. Cause he cut weight twice. But after watching the fight, dude, like he was in the first two rounds, but then like Gaethje just like took over. So it's hard to say. All I'm saying is that the next card, I think is going to be crazy because so you're definitely going to have uh well, I think Gage is going to fight again. We don't really know who, but Habib did say that he would fight in June if he could get out of Russia. He said that he'd fight in June, which is even during Ramadan, but that just came out today. Fight Island. Fight Island. I just saw that today that Dana White said he could have a Gaethje habib match in June, and then if they if those two fight, the co-main event could 100% be Mesodal McGregor for the BMF belt, which would also be a crazy fight. That would be a great fight. McGregor would ever take a co-main. McGregor would would ever take. He would never take a co-main. I don't think that would ever happen. At this point, McGregor's too big. I suppose. I just really don't. I I I saw that, and we we touched upon it earlier. McGregor was talking mad shit to Gaethje, like I'm coming for you. Like I don't I don't want to see that fight, man. Gaethje earned. He could he could have fought Gaethje when he came back. Exactly. Like he could have. He had that. Like he his had coach, that. that was what his coach wanted. That's he what wanted was Gaethje. offered to him. That was offered to him before they offered him Cowboy Cerrone, and he declined that one, saying it's not big enough. And then now. Oh, he beats Tony Ferguson, and now all of a sudden, uh, McGregor's like, "Oh, I'm coming after you!" Like, no, man, that's not the like. Gaethje earned the right to fucking go for that title fight against Habib, whenever that may be, if it be in June or possibly in September or October, like we talked about previously. I don't want to see that McGregor and and Gaethje fight at this point. At at this point, I would rather see McGregor fight, like you say, a Masvidal. That would be an insane fight. And I would love every second of that for the BMF belt. And then if McGregor wins that one and say, you know, against against maybe the uh, Gaethje and Habib title fight, maybe the winner of the BMF belt goes up for the actual belt. That's what I'm calling right now. And later on... Honestly, I want to... I want to see Connor yeah. run it back with Poirier because I think that's the only fight that makes sense for him at lightweight right now. If he wants to continue fight, if he wants to fight at lightweight and like run it back at the belt, I think he has to fight Poirier, who is like the best guy right now, who's not Gaethje and Khabib, or he fights Ferguson. But that's obviously not going to happen anytime soon. I'm reading um, an article on ESPN right now about UFC right now, and it's saying that is Dana White said on Sunday, Gaethje's next fight will be Khabib. Yes, as it should be. So. As it should be. You don't make an interim belt if you're not going to unify it, and that's where right. they fucked up with Ferguson when he won the won the interim belt. And the other interesting thing is that Francis Naganu called out DC. I don't know if you guys saw that or not. But you called out DC. So now, and because oh. Stipe can't really train right now because he's working and his gym is closed, they're talking about doing Nagani versus DC for an interim belt for heavyweight no. until Stipe can come back. No. Well, Chris and I were talking about this earlier where I, I said, I feel really bad for Nagani because for a guy who lost to Stipe, to, he lost to the champion and he's done everything to like bring himself up back to a title shot. He's been the victim of DC and Stipe holding up the division for almost two years now. 
Yep, absolutely. Like that guy deserves a title shot. Yeah. Uh, so give well, but Cipe can't fight right now. So doing an interim belt, the guy who's DC, he could have fought Cipe before. When he he could have fought back. before. He could have fought before this, though. That's his thing. I yeah, don't I mean, like he that. Could have cut. I think so. The Cipe and DC fight. That's gonna, and we had talked about this previously. That as has well. to happen. That's, that that's going to happen. There's no doubt about it. That's going to happen, and that's going to happen. I think in the early fall, possibly with the Habib Gaethje, like a co-main event kind of thing. And the article I just read thinks that Gaethje and Habib will have this card, the next big card. Well, I hope so, man. Yeah, I mean, I'd I be down. I'd be down for that, but I mean, that would go against Habib's. Uh, religion and everything. I really don't see that happening. I know. But, I mean, it could. It, I it know. Could he happen. said he was going to fight there. It could have. It, it it could happen. I'm We're, not saying. I'm just. I'm Ramadan, just. I just read Ramadan this. Ramadan ends like next week, though. But yeah. Well, shit. I mean, if that happens in June, fine. But I'm saying that the DC and and Stipe card that won't happen until the fall, and then after that, right? The winner of that. Now, if Stipe wins that one, Stipe will go on and fight uh, Naganu as a rematch to their 2017 but, match or 2018 match that they had. But why make Naganu? Why make Naganu wait that long? Why don't you just do a DC Naganu in June on the same card? Because if Naganu wins, DC's done for, dude. They the UFC. It's all about money at this point. Like. UFC then, then wants good, to bring good. in. DC lost to Stipe twice. Naganu only lost to him once. DC should be done if he loses to Naganu. I don't know, man. DC it's, only lost to Stipe once. He only once, lost but, to him uh, once. They're one and one. So they've only fought twice. They're one uh, and one. Once. That's what, that's what, I guess you're right. I they won, they won Stipe DC three, right? The the rubber match. And but how are you going to make I, Naganu? Like, like you said, how are you going to make Naganu wait all the way out to and that's uh, what we've what, been spring? 2021. And that's what we've been saying. Just as much a right, and Ghana has just as much of a right to fight for the title as DC does at this point because Cipe defended it what three times in yeah. a row, yeah. most in heavyweight history. He should have got the rematch right away against DC, and he didn't. But whatever, everything happened. Cipe won it back anyways. But I think Ngannou and DC have just as much of a right at the shot at the belt right now. So I think. Honestly, they should probably fire just like an interim belt. Nagano, like we said, Nagano's getting the short end of the stick here, man. DC and Stipe, as much as I love them both, they've been holding up that heavyweight card for two years at this point. They've been holding it up. And I love them both. Like They just need to get that number, that number three fight out of the way, and then one of them's going to retire, and then the other one's going to keep on going for a little bit, and then I think Nagano eventually overtakes that heavyweight title championship because the way he looked on saturday dude he put that man to sleep in what 20 yeah, that being se- in said, 20 I think, seconds i think Agane would fucking starch either one of them dude now that's he just been, did what he did on saturday night that's been his game because- his entire career however the impressive thing about nagano is he has that oh look joe's got a truly very nice he has that hey. <laughs> He has that. He has that knockout. He has that knockout ability, right? But he has also improved upon his other facets of his game to where, like, he's not just a knockout. I mean, but artist you can't anymore. say that for sure because any fight that he's had since the Derek Lewis fight, he's just been walking up, knocking people out the same way that he did before. 
but he's looked better doing it in a way. I don't know. It's hard to explain he the way that he's done everything it, since though. then. <laughs> he looks so good, dude. God damn. <laughs> my, ball, my balls was hot. My balls was hot. Balls was I hot. Derek Lewis. <laughs> honestly, man, on Saturday for the fight with Rosenstruck, I thought I was hoping that would be like a war. I knew it wasn't going to be because I knew someone was going to knock someone out. And it was probably going to be Nganu knocking him out. But, yeah, dude, that – I mean, like, honestly, just, like, if you watch the fight on Saturday night, the way he just ran up, he missed, like, five, six punches before he actually connected. But the one punch that he got through knocked him out. Just fucking nasty. So, but he was just throwing, dude. He wasn't even – like, he was just going for it. Also, just we'll look see. at that man – Y'all can give me he's the hype. Fucking, that he's fucking thick, that boy. He is hurting me, bro. That dude. Um, that dude's African to the core. Look at that dude. <laughs> dude, the motherfucker's been lifting up boulders. <laughs> I'm just saying this. Uh, this June card has the potential to be one of the best cards that we've seen in a very long time. And I look forward to seeing who they place on it. I don't know, man. That well, tomorrow's boy. card's gonna be dope. Tomorrow's card's gonna be dope. Saturday Saturday's card's gonna be dope, and then there's another card after that. I Ferguson. think Woodley's supposed to go back to Ferguson Gatey real quick. When when Tony hit that uppercut, I think it was second round, like last ten seconds, or maybe it was at third. the end of the round. Yeah, yeah at the end of the round. If that would have, if if he would have had, I don't know, fifteen more seconds, I think I think Tony could have. I think ten round. more seconds, he would have won it. That dude was, dude. Justin was rocked, like big time. Like I can see in his eye. But yeah, but he also he also just got right back up and walked back to his stool. Like he wasn't even staggering back to his stool. That's true. That is true. Hey, so let's move on here a little bit. Ryder Rose, off the top of your head, how are the Houston Astros? Or I'm sorry, the Houston Texans going to do this season? All right, dude. Off the top of my head, uh, I'm going to go ahead and predict nine and seven or eight and eight. Ooh. Not that good. Huh? That's very yeah, fair. Dude. That's very fair. Worried about, worry about Hopkins leaving? Uh, I'm very worried about Hopkins leaving because our insurance for Hopkins has been a combination of Brandon Cooks and, oh, shoot. Will Fuller? Uh, well, I mean, we've had Will Fuller, but we picked, oh, um, Randall Cobb. Picked uh, up Randall Cobb uh, and Brandon Cooks to replace uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Brandon Cooks is... I like him a lot, but he has had a lot of concussion history, so I don't think he's going to make it this season, like all 16 games. Uh, the cool thing is we've shored up our offensive line and our defensive line over the last two years. I think I think 9-7, and seven, you know, best case scenario, 10-6, and six, and we'll, we'll sneak in with a wild card, or we might take our division, dude. Our division's pretty weak. Or they're strong. They're strong. I think you do. Yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, I think, what is it, Chris? Mid, it's either mid-October or early November. The Houston Texans make the trip north to face the Cleveland Browns in Cleveland, Ohio. Absolutely. Um, we, counted, we counted that one as a win for the good old Brownies. When we that was a week, uh, it was week 10 because we play eight games, have a bye week, and then we play the Texans. Yep. Texans. We, yeah, because we, we have a bye week. And then we're at home against the Texans, and so we wrote. Well, you know what sucks for the you know what sucks for the Texans is that they have the Titans and the fucking uh, Colts in their division now, where Philip Rivers is in Indy with a like one of the best offensive lines in the league, 
and then the Titans do anything. have been have proved what? that they're that they are there. I think, I don't think, I think the Colts, the Colts are going to do anything. I think sleeping on it, dude. Philip Rivers has like the team that he's always needed in San Diego. I think I finally make he's a gonna run. Be, he's going to be down a touchdown with a minute left in every single game, like he was in San Diego. I think the <laughs> he has like the he has like the best offensive line in the league, like one of the best offensive lines in the league. The four teams in the AFC South, you know, Texans, Jags, Colts, Titans. Those are like the four teams that like people will just. The Jags are going to suck. The Jags can, are going to be, be terrible. Yeah, yeah. The Jags have no direction right now, dude. Where are they going? Like, they're trying to trade their best player in Leonard Fournette for basically nothing. They have no hey, idea. don't sleep on my man Gardner like that, dude. I know Gardner Minshew, I'm sorry. Players. Don't sleep on the handlebar mustache like that. I'm sorry. That's my bad. I'll take a drink to that handlebar mustache right now. Mm. Oh, yeah, see, we think, uh, see Chris, is, Chris is drunk when he starts drinking the facial hair. You can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I think the Colts are going to win the division, though. Uh, I think the Titans. Um, think so, dude. I think I think they're. I don't think they're one hit wonder, but I do, I think they're a wild card this year again. But I think the Colts win the division. Well, hey, if you guys want to meet me in Nashville for the Browns uh, Titans game, hit me up because I'm going. <laughs> I live across yeah. the ocean. Yeah, I'll be there. Uh, hit me up. I'll live right uh, there. Cr- Chris Fireball and I are going to Texas to see the the Cowboys and the Browns game too. Trying to, yeah, let's see it. What day is that? That's October fourth. <laughs> oh, you're right. <laughs> it's a Sunday. Because <laughs> who would ever Sunday, the Browns on the Monday? Hey, did you see the uh, Ryder? Did you see the tweet today? Altuve uh, tweeted that he doesn't want the regular season to come back. For like health reasons, it's not safe and blah 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 blah. And then like I think it was like it was Ariola's <laughs> Chapman. Ariola's Chapman like replied and he's like, "Yeah, it's not safe because you're gonna get pegged by 101 mile an hour fastballs." <laughs> I've been pitching at a scarecrow. He's a little bit bigger than you, but I'll adjust. <laughs> Every Astros player right now is like, "Thank God for COVID." Uh, <laughs> thank God that uh, spring training isn't here because I'm about to get smacked. Well, yeah, even in the few uh, spring training games they played, didn't it, like they they already had like the most hits in the league, even in spring training or something like that. They're still cheating, dude. That's fucked up. Hey, dude, you're not cheating. You're not trying. <laughs> Amen, y'all, brother. <laughs> teams should have kept up. Y'all should have been cheating too. Maybe y'all, maybe y'all, y'all won. <laughs> the Nats didn't cheat, and they won with like the worst team in the league in May. Well, there's no <laughs> yeah. way to prove that the Nats didn't cheat. The Nats uh, very they could have cheated easily. They seem like they seem like real good guys. They're so. real good guys yeah. though, so I don't I don't really think they were cheating. You know, they're real good guys. <laughs> Bryce Harper's gone. Stand up guys. Real stand up gentlemen. <laughs> I know I never liked that Zimmerman guy. Why? He's been there for like twenty years. Yeah, that's why I never liked him. <laughs> like yeah. I, I know you guys live in DC now, but like You don't you don't like a guy named Juan Soto. <laughs> Soto was cool. The other guy, who's the third baseman that was like the star? He left. He went to the Angels. Anthony Rendon. Yeah, Rendon. See, I never liked Rendon because when I play MLB The Show on my PlayStation, Rendon like hits me out of the park every single fucking time. I don't know what it is. Yeah, yeah what dude, a fucking a good, asshole for being player. good. 
Who did he go to? Yeah, what what an asshole. Did he go to the, the Angels? Dodgers? He went to the, the Angels. Angels. The Angels, that's who it was. That's a bummer. Hey, speaking of uh, sports video games, though, I'd like to talk about the time that me and Ryder Rose played a full seven-game series on NBA 2K, and uh, I won game seven on a buzzer beater with J.R. Smith. You remember that, Ryder? Ooh. You want to you know how Joey won those games? How? It was, he was feeding me. He was just feeding me shots of Jack. We just had a bottle of Jack. We finished it. And you know, Joey's alcohol tolerance is way higher than mine. Like, absolutely, like, way higher than mine. That sounds like a lot of excuses to me there, Rose. Hey, we talked We talked about an episode last week how no one, me and Chris here, we do not overdrink. We are very responsible drinkers. Dude, that Dude I, we, were, we were talking about like a few episodes ago how much we miss uh, rival sports for our man. Going there to watch, like, the UFC fights and everything. The last time I went to Rivals was with you guys, actually. You, Davis, well, not That's you. We, we were watching uh, Medvedal and uh, Nate Diaz, the uh, BMF yeah. bout, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. You were in Hawaii? You guys were all cheering. You guys were all cheering for uh, Diaz, though. So I was I going wasn't. for no, I don't want to. Uh, maybe it was me and you going, and uh, yeah. so was Davis, so, right? Me and yeah. you were the only ones going for Jorge. Oh, yeah. That's my boy right there. My buddy's got really keeps telling that Conor McGregor will like you know beat Mesvidal. I I just don't think it'll happen. It's because you both yeah. have grades. <laughs> that's an interesting. That's an interesting debate, man. Um, have you seen Conor recently, though? Yeah, I mean the last fight he fought him. No, have you followed his Instagram, dude? He's looking. He's looking mean, dude. Okay, have you he's seen like Jorge Mesvidal at like all times? I have. He always looks mean. And he always looks mean. Yeah, right. I mean, I would be really, really, really interested to see that fight. Uh, and also, and let me fight. let me. I was I was just telling I was talking to Skyler about this earlier. Like, good Connor's friend Skyler. Good friend Skyler of the show. Yeah, good. He's a good friend of the show. Uh, I was, uh, you know, friend of, friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but my point though is that Connor has been talking. Like mad shit to Gaethje and Khabib for a while now. Yeah. Uh, Jorge has been calling out Connor since like not even calling him out, just saying that he doesn't want to fight me because he's scared. He doesn't want to fight me because he's too small. But he's been saying that stuff like since he knocked out Ben Askren and he kind of got super famous because of that. He's been, and Connor hasn't even responded to him. And you're mm. telling me Connor with a, you know he has a big mouth. He makes he makes money from his mouth. He gets the fights because of his mouth. And he's you're telling me he hasn't even he hasn't even spoken the word Jorge Mesvidal. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't doesn't that seem a little weird to you? Yeah, it's a good point. I mean, Connor's not gonna go for a BMF belt though. He doesn't really give a shit about a BMF belt. Like the Rock. I'm oh. pretty sure Connor said something about Jorge after the Diaz fight. Like I'm ninety percent sure about that. Pull it up. Show me what? the pup. I'm not going to, but uh, I'm pretty sure Connor said something about Jorge, and he called for the fight, and then he just stopped. He hasn't talked about it ever since. I'll pull it up. I think, well, I really think can. that Jorge would. I think Jorge would mess him up, man. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I would be interested to see that fight. I think it'd be worse than the fucking Diaz fight, dude. I think he would. I think Jorge would fuck him up. Really? Yeah. You don't even think it would be a good fight? No, it'd be a good fight for like three rounds if it was like a five-round fight, but like Jorge would fuck him up for three rounds. But it wouldn't be a five-round fight? No. It'd be I a don't three, think so. It'd be a three-round fight. 
like you've seen Connor tap out now, but like I think Jorge would like TKO him for sure. Wow. Oh, I 100%. He's just he's bigger and he's stronger and he's like uh, he might not be faster, but he definitely lands like bigger hits. Con- I don't I don't know, man. Connor's ground game might be like a little bit better, but I don't know. I would be who, very who very that? interested to see that movie or that that fight. <laughs> that movie. That movie. <laughs> Dude, that movie would be so fucking dope. That movie would be the dopest <laughs> of the Antonio Banderas played, played Jorge Mas- <laughs> Masvidal. Colin Farrell played Conor McGregor. <laughs> That'd be nuts. <laughs> That'd be the best movie of all time. <laughs> Just fucking Antonio get, uh... Banderas beat the shit out of Colin Farrell. <laughs> <laughs> Who would want to see that, man? You gotta get uh, you gotta get Jonah Hill to play Dana White, right? Oh yeah, without a doubt. <laughs> we get Brad Youngbloom to play play Dana White. <laughs> 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 Colin Farrell's character from Phone Booth getting the shit beat out of him by Zorro. Yeah, that would be good for sure. Hey, if there is a uh, NFL season, let's get. Riders and Danny's way too early Super Bowl predictions here. Way too early Super Bowl prediction? Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, for the NFC, who is going? This is a crazy prediction, but I'm going to throw it out there because this would be awesome if true. Uh, Aaron Rodgers gets hurt week seven. Um, yeah. Love <laughs> takes over, and he leads them to the Super Bowl. AFC pick. Um, Yo, yo. Scratch that NFC pick, bro. Tampa Bay is going. Tampa Bay straight to the Super Bowl. Tom Brady, Gronkowski, we're getting this. I'm a fan this year. You know, it's awesome. I, I dig it. Thanks. What about you, Danny? Uh, you're gonna call me dumb. Uh, I think you have the I think you have the Chiefs and the Bills in the AFC Championship in a really close game. I think the Chiefs win that back in the Super Bowl. And call me dumb. But I think the Cowboys are going to the fucking Super Bowl this year. What? Andy, with Andy, with Andy Dalton as the uh, QB? The Cowboys? Yes. Yeah, Andy Dalton yes. with Dallas. No, no, yeah. no, no. I think I think Dak Prescott like just solidifies how good of a quarterback and underappreciated he is, which I truly believe. I think they the Cowboys are back. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna hold out though if they don't pay him. Do you think? Do you really? Do you really think that he's not going to come back to the Cowboys? Yeah, it, I, I think he's going to hold out at least. That works for. When has that ever happened with the Cowboys? When has that ever happened with the Cowboys? Last it year with Zeke Elliott, it didn't happen with Zeke. Zeke fucking came back and played for them. Yeah, because they got he got paid. But I'm saying that they Dak's going to get paid. Dak's going to get paid, and even if he doesn't, he's going to come back. I think the Cowboys destroy that division because the Eagles Carson Wentz is going to get injured in like week six yeah they got Jalen Hurts now so that's all good yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Sure. he's Lamar Jackson 2.0 <laughs> <laughs> I just I disagree I think the Cowboys uh, are the sleeper team in the NFC not even the sleeper team they should have been better a long time ago but I you guys ready for my prediction because this is what's actually going to happen all right. He's gonna say the Browns. Let's put it on there, dude. Let's put it on there. Can't they Buccaneers gonna win the NFC? Yeah. Tom Brady's gonna have a resurgence. Rob Gronkowski, uh, who is it? Mike Evans is probably gonna be the best receiver all year. 
maybe second best and only second best to my Young boy Odo Beckham Jr., who's going to represent the AFC in the Super Bowl. Cleveland Browns first Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That's what's happening. It. I'm calling it right now. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. Hot takes, cold beers. Oh, dude. You know I fucking... Yeah, I'm, on like, uh, I'm on, like, my fifth beer. I would... Uh, my fifth beer, like, the show. I would definitely not say that if I was in my right mind. But I'm saying it right now. All right? So... I love the Browns. You know I love the Browns. But there is no way in goddamn fucking hell we are making the goddamn Super Bowl this year. I hope we make the playoffs. Let's even go for an 8-8 eight and eight season. I know that last episode we predicted 11-5. and five, And I'll take that, too. And I stand by that 11-5. and five. But I would also... Be very, very happy with an 8-8 eight and eight season in the playoff picture. Maybe on the fringe, like, hey, you know. I haven't made hey, the Chris, playoffs. I, wanna, I haven't made the playoffs I would, since I was fucking 11. All right? I would like you, uh, I would like you to know that the name of this show is uh, Hot Takes and not, like, Realistic Takes, okay? Oh, you're, you're, <laughs> let's, let's, good point. Joe, Hot Takes. Yeah. Cold Beers. Yeah, but who are the guys beating in the AFC? In the playoffs, if I'll tell you who they're, they're beating, beating the, the Bills. We're gonna win they're the, the Ravens. We're gonna win it. No, we're gonna win the AFC North. Yeah, wow. North wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah, we're winning the AFC North division. You guys are okay. a wild card. Okay, I think you forget best. Baltimore exists. Exactly. <laughs> Lamar Jackson is gonna get found out, man. He's gonna get found out this year. He's, found out. He's the best running back okay. quarterback. He's gonna get found out. Okay. He will I'm be found just, out. Hey, just let me have my moment here. Okay, I'm telling you. Go Browns it. win the AFC North. All right. We'll play a wild card team, probably a second wild card team. Another uh, in the wild card, and that's going to be the Texans, and we'll beat them just like we did in Week Ten. All right. And then, and, and, you know, the Texans can't play in cold weather. They play a dome in Texas. They're not going to play in Cleveland in December. The Texans aren't even making a playoffs, man. And then, okay. <laughs> then we're going to in the. In the division round, we're going to play the Tennessee Titans, and we're going to beat the Tennessee Titans just like we beat uh, them in, what, what was that, December You guys 4th. couldn't beat, beat them, them week one season. with Marcus Mariota. Yeah, it was week one last year. That was the problem, man. <laughs> it's all good. We're going to be good. Uh, and that should have been you guys coming out show. And then we're going to take down the Kansas City Chiefs in Kansas City uh, for the AFC Division Championship. That's uh, the dumbest so that's thing I've ever heard you yeah. say. That's literally yeah. the dumbest thing I've ever Keep heard it going. <laughs> Keep it rolling, Joe. Keep it rolling. And then, and then I'm just going to be crazy here and say the Super Bowl, again, Browns over Tampa Bay. We're going to go uh, 37-14 Cleveland. That's oh, the final score. yes. Yeah. Drop it on them. Hot takes. Oh, no, Beckham Jr. catches uh, three touchdowns in that game. That's what's going to everything, happen. Everything that you just said was like the dumbest shit I've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no. it might happen. It might happen. You never know. You know, hey, like, knock on wood if you're with me. You hey, knock on happen. wood if you're with me. <laughs> I think Marcus Mariota is going to steal the job because uh, Gruden is in love with that kid. Yeah, Gruden. and, I mean, Gruden also signed Nathan Peterman to a uh, fucking job. Did, did you watch that on uh, Hard Knocks last year? It was like, nice. You got to do the John Gruden accent. It was like, Nathan Peterman, man. You know, like, man. <laughs> man. Knock, on, knock on wood if you're with me. Wow, dude. You just said so much dumb shit <laughs> in the past five minutes. 
I'm shocked, man. That was a good. That was the a Browns, solid five the minutes. The Browns haven't made the playoffs in how long? And you're predicting the Since, Super Bowl? Let me let me tell you. <laughs> we haven't made the playoffs. I'll, I'll tell you, I'll, hey, listen, listen. I'll tell you you're what. Talking Tom Brady year one in Tampa Bay I'm, uh, with I'm, Gronkowski listen. with a year off making the Super Bowl. That's listen, insane. <laughs> listen, I'm a I'm a I'm a realist, and I understand that. Everything Obviously, you're said, not. <laughs> would, would you just would you let me explain? I'm saying no. that everything I uh, everything I just said is extremely unrealistic and not probable. Then However, don't say it. Hey, then don't say it. it. Because <laughs> if 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 that happens, if all that happens, this podcast will be the best listened podcast in the world because we called it. <laughs> and when day, it doesn't right? happen, it's still gonna be fucking hilarious. <laughs> So yeah. what's wrong, Annie, with Tom Brady making the Super Bowl first year with Tampa when Peyton made the Super Bowl, what, year two or year three with Denver? Oh, you well, just said yeah, that. Yeah, year yeah, two or year three. You can. Tom Brady is Peyton Manning, dude. Fuck Peyton Manning. I think Tom Brady is going to have, like, a youthful resurgence. Uh, out of like you know the but dungeon the that Broncos is New a England. playoff team before that. They before were they came there. Yeah, yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Bro, bro, the only reason Tampa Bay didn't make the playoffs was because, because they weren't good enough. No, Jameis Winston throwing thirty interceptions, bro. Well, he also had thirty <laughs> touchdowns and like five thousand yards. So. Bro, thirty touchdowns and thirty interceptions does not equal wins. I'm, maybe thirty touchdowns to five interceptions, sure. You don't turn around a team that quick. Like, they're going to make the playoffs. I'm not denying that, but, like, they're not a Super Bowl team. Watch year two. Watch year two, like you just said, Rose. Year two. I just have an image in my head of, uh, you know, the Browns taking down Tampa Bay 37-14 in the Super Bowl, and then it's, like, Tom Brady just, like, passing the torch over to Baker Mayfield. You know what I mean? A literal torch. My man, my man just got my man just got done playing Madden. My man just got playing Madden, so that's probably where that image is coming from. It's cool. Well, hey, check this out, guys. I think it's about time to wrap it up because I'm saying some crazy ass shit right now. So, so it's been a really fun episode. Thank you guys for coming on. I've it had has a great been time, great. But uh, enjoy. Hey, need- cheers, gentlemen. I need another beer. Cheers. I need another beer. I'm not cheering to any of that shit. Everything that Joe just said was dumb, and I'm You're not cheering. Danny. I'm just kidding. All right, hey, Danny. Cheers, guys. I love you. I hey, love boys. you all. Hey, if you liked hey, it, if you liked it, rate us, subscribe to us. We Follow love us on you Instagram. all. Spotify, you guys one star Instagram. After Joe's fucking rant. That was dumb. <laughs> uh, Joe Rogan is way better than Joey Lipster. Oh, man. I love you all. Yeah. Uh, give Joe Rogan five stars, not Joe Lipsy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this has been fun. I love you all. See ya.